Well, here it is, the last pod in our first series at Consumer Friend, or for our American listeners, and for some reason we have some, it's the last pod in our first season of Consumer Friend. So after this, we're going to take a break for Christmas and the New Year, and we will be back in 2023. Consumerfriend.org.uk is fast becoming the go-to website for people to learn about their rights when buying goods, services, and digital content. We also champion consumer vulnerability and train businesses on how to recognise the signs of situational vulnerability, understand market context vulnerability and how best to design their products and services to include everyone. Get in touch if you want to find out more. On today's pod, we are looking at your online purchasing rights. Buying online is something we are doing more and more of and I can't see any signs of that changing. We spent £129 billion in 2021 on e-commerce sites. That's compared to just £51.6 billion in 2016. It now makes up nearly 30% of all retail sales and it's only going to grow. With me today, as ever, is the shortest person in trading standards. In brackets, <laughs> not official. But what she lacks in height, she makes up with knowledge. My smartest friend. It's a low bar and I only have two friends. It's Louise Baxter. Hello, Lou. How are you? Oh, that was an amazing introduction, Adam. Thank you very much. I'm good, apart from sneezing. Apart from that. <laughs> you, can't say, you can't say that. I've, I've, I would have deleted that bit out. I'm going to delete Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't sneeze. Uh, I did. And I really tried to hold it in as well. I, okay. My face all screwed up. Like, I was going to implode from the inside is what happened. So, How- uh, are you looking forward to your uh, couple of months off podding? A couple of months? We're not having a m- couple of months, are we? We're having like a month, if that. Yeah, a month, I suppose. Okay. Well, a month, maybe a bit, bit, maybe five weeks. Uh, 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 no, to- do you know what? I like doing these. I think um, I'm looking forward to like season two and what's coming in that. Yeah, season two. I put season two in there for our American listeners. Like That's it. It's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting. No, it'll be good. So how are you today, Adam, apart from your bad back, which I've heard enough phenomenal amounts about this week? Well, I've got a bad back. It's causing me a lot of pain. <laughs> it really is. I swear every time I stand up, it is really horrible. Uh, so yeah, it's. but I'm okay. I'm, I'm better now. But thank you very much for asking. I know I've kind of uh, wound everyone up with my bad back but that's kind of on purpose as well I kind of enjoyed doing that uh, also this morning I was a panelist on a breakfast show which was YouTube streamed which I was very excited about and I had a lot of fun doing it's kind of like my first soiree into YouTube YouTube streaming oh excellent that sounds fun oh well I watched a bit of it so and it was good you were very good yeah, um, you can you can find it on Chatbox Productions. So thank you to Nick and Dave from Chatbox for inviting me on to talk about all things scams. It was great. As ever, you started the podcast with some fantastic stats, Adam. I did. I love a stat. You love a stat. I've got some more um, coming if you want them. Um, I'm sure you won't be able to keep them away from me. However, right. So when we're talking about the amount of pe- shopping people are doing online, it's so scams are rife at the moment. Online shopping scams are rife at the moment. But also people make decisions to buy things quickly because everybody's in a bit of a stress. So I sort of had this conversation today. I am quite involved with my kids' school shock because I can't not be involved in anything. But actually the amount of pressure and stress we're under at the moment, in like take the hoopla bag to school, make sure you got the Tombola prize, wear a Christmas jumper, does your kid want the nut roast or the turkey, watch the nativity, be at school early on this day, make sure you're doing this, make sure you're doing that. Like it's, I actually, somebody said to me, are you coming to the 
uh, key stage three open evening to find out what your kids can be learning next year. And I won't make it to year nine or key stage three at this rate if I have to continually buy tombola prizes, hoopa hoopla and face paint at the school fair. It's just not happening. <laughs> so I think it's a really, it's, it's a, I don't, and we know we've talked about it before, but about situational vulnerability. It's a stressful time. The magic of Christmas does not make itself. <laughs> you have to put a lot of effort into creating the magic. The ha- like the elves arrived today, didn't they? Your elf arrived today. Oh, My yeah, two elves arrived today. today. Yeah. yeah. And then that's 24 days of thinking of things, of how basically your elf can trash your house. And then, <laughs> so I, sorry, spoiler I, alert, don't let any kids listen to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've... Um, I've uh, I always do 10 days of my own imagination, about 10 days, although that's probably got less and less in terms of what I can do with the elf. And then after about 10 days, I just Google ideas and then see what comes up and just do that. Pinterest is quite good for it. Or like, I always tend to hope that my, like it's only one of my kids that believes now that he's really naughty that they go on holiday for a week. (laughs) They leave. (laughs) That happened last year. Buddy the elf went on holiday to the North Pole because Harry was being naughty. Well, see, I think that my kid would just be like, my kid would then reject them when they came back. So I think there would be no point. <laughs> so then you 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 make all the you add all this additional pressure, which then adds to your situational vulnerability. Also, money's tight at the moment because of cost of living, and actually people are going to be pushed into situations where they could make unwise decisions or not get the best outcomes or the best things for them at Christmas. So it's just important to think about your rights and think about your, what you should do before you buy at this time of year, especially if you're going to. What did we say? Spank 158 billion pounds online shopping. Yeah, it was crazy. 30% of, of all online, of all shopping, all retail is online. And that kind of got up, went up to about 40% during COVID. So it has, it has decreased slightly. And I know I said we don't see any signs of it uh, decreasing, but it did decrease slightly after lockdown. But well, that's I a would slightly imagine different it's situation. Gonna, yeah, it's going to carry on going up. Okay, so your rights when buying online, they're not much different to. Your rights when buying in a shop? Uh, well, yeah, they are. They are slightly. Okay. There's a lot of. Uh, I'm not going to bore everybody with it, but there's lots of pre-contract information that you have to be given if you're buying online. Now, I generally don't tend to bang on about this too much, but you need to be given it. The most important one that people need to remember is about cancellation rights. So, if you mm-hmm. buy something via a distance, so online, we're talking about online purchase. If you buy something on the internet. You need to have a 14-day cancellation right or over the telephone, should we say, because that's at a distance as well. So those are sort of the takeaways from it. So you get 14 days to change your mind and send it back for whatever reason that may be. That is, you don't like it, you don't want it, you've changed your mind. It doesn't have to be faulty. There doesn't have to be anything wrong with it. It's just a total change of mind. Okay, my wife always buys presents in advance she's pretty much done her christmas shopping by the end of october so what if it gets to christmas and they give the present and the item's faulty what happens then well it's well one minute so you there's sort of there's two things here so right so where we've talked about 14 day cancellation right that 14 days would be passed wouldn't it yes. so if i've bought say for example i've bought you a gift in october adam and then you open that gift in Chris, at christmas uh, and you don't like it i can't change my mind then I, my 14 days cancellation has passed. So I'm buying it online. However, if you were to open that and it was faulty, then there are two things you can do in that case. 
One is, have you got a gift receipt? So did I, when I bought this in October, did I ask for a gift receipt? If I ask for a gift receipt, potentially you can use that gift receipt to A, return the item for change of mind reasons or use it to prove that someone's bought it on your behalf and change it up for something that isn't faulty. Alternatively, you give it back to me and I do it and then I action your right, my rights because I've bought it because I'm the person that, that paid the money across, which means essentially I've got the contract. Gift receipts, it's very boring. I'm not going to go to the legislations, but it's third-party contract regulations in relation to giving people third-party rights. If you're buying things for gifts, ask for gift receipts because then the other person can actually take things back and some shops will offer 28 days until the end of January for people to exchange things if they don't like them or they don't fit, not just because they're faulty. But your rights fundamentally don't change if they're faulty. So it's usually you get your third-party rights because someone's bought it as a gift or... You can ask me or whoever bought it for you to take it back and get your money back. I would probably do that because I'm kind of lazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's also apparently what I do for a job, so it's fine. It would be easier for me to do it. You know your rights, Louise. Can you just do it for me? Cheers. Can you just do it it for me? Like my sister used to do that. Lulu do it like all the time. She still does it now and I'm nearly 43. Um, no, but this, it's, bo- it's, this bottle of vodka seems to be half drunk, Louise. <laughs> not sure that would work, Ad. I'm not sure that we'd take that back. I think it's just important for people to um, remember because we'll all be looking for deals as well at the moment. We'll all be looking for. I know we covered this off in the last pod around Cyber Monday and Black Friday, but even with Christ- with Christmas coming up, people are going to start to feel the stress. I know from a personal perspective. I'm one of those people as well that does all my shopping early. I get it done. I've already wrapped half of it. It's, it's done. Then at this point, I get present panic, which I, which is I haven't got enough presents for my children, right? They don't need any more. They don't need any more. Like I said, Adam, the magic does not make itself, just to be clear. But I get into a panic and I have to steal myself by not just going and buying loads of random stuff that people don't need just because... They haven't got enough presents to open. So, and that's when you tend to make those unwise purchasing decisions or unwise buys because you're looking for a deal at the time and you get a bit stressed. And if you're like other, if you're like me, or like we've talked about, if you put your phone on late at night, you wake up in the middle of the night, put your phone on, that is not a good time to buy things. <laughs> not <laughs> a good time to buy things. After a couple of glasses of wine. Really not a good time to start buying things and searching up the internet for things to buy because you've got Christmas panic, which is not a good thing. At all, so yeah, it's 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 there's there's things that people can do to safeguard themselves. So like, uh, you kindly prepared with your statistics as well. If you're going to buy things, buy on the internet on a credit card. You get extra protections if it's over a hundred pounds. Yep. Or use PayPal, which is also protected as well. You can then complain through the PayPal methods. Absolutely. Ensure the website you're using has a complaints process. Do the, check the, do the website checker. Do the website checker. Do the website checker on Get Safe Online, which is a fantastic tool. We need to be singing more about it. Go old school. Go to a shop. Go shopping. Buy local. Yeah, I, I, I suppose the the kind of all the information we've given over the last twelve pods is kind of really important. There's all, all that together. Sort of. It's like it's like the sort of. Uh, 12 days of Christmas, so the 12 pods of Consumer Friend all coming together at the end of the year, that's what it is. It's almost like we planned it that way. We didn't. Uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> we totally could have got away with it, Adam. We totally could have got away with it. 
Um, so, yeah. No, so yeah, it's all those things. It, it's it's continue to look out for too good to be true offers. It's uh, understand that you might be suffering, uh, living with consumer vulnerability because the additional stress that's, that's being caused at this time of year for lots of people. Understand the magic does not make itself. <laughs> so being responsible for all the magic can make you situationally vulnerable at this particular time. And it's around things like just understanding your rights. So if you do buy something and the full, so say you buy it now, you're not going to have 14 days after Christmas to change your mind unless that particular company is offering you those additional rights. They won't be your statutory rights as they not, as they are now. Also, again, unless you've got gift receipts or you've got it stipulated in email or correspondence between you and a seller, your 30 days for a refund, if something is faulty, may expire depending on how early you bought the item that you're talking about. So it's just about being aware of your rights. Don't leave it all to the last minute because that's giving me Christmas panic by people then leaving it till Christmas Eve to buy all their presents. Why do people do that? It just ruins <laughs> Christmas. That's right. Uh, Hannah just sends me an invoice at, at the end of November, say you owe this much for Christmas presents. So, oh, I yeah, love that's that. fantastic. Obviously, I do buy Hannah a Christmas present from me, but she does the family. She loves it. She absolutely loves doing it. I'm, I'm not, I know your wife and I'm not sure she loves it. That might be a slight exaggeration. <laughs> she, well, she panics like you that, that it's not done. If it was me, I would get it done during December and there would be no stress. Yeah, but Christmas month, December, is about wearing elf slippers and, like, dressing in your Christmas leggings and eating quality streets and then going, oh, no, we've done another box, we need to replace those. Like, that's what it is. (laughs) Or drinking all the Christmas wine because it came in November and going, damn it, I'm now going to go buy 12 more bottles. (laughs) So we're going to move on now to digital content and buying digital content. This is a section that's going to go live on the website or will be live on the website by the time the podcast is out. Can you just give me a brief, can you just give me a brief description of what you see as digital content? We mean computer software, films, digital books, games, downloaded music or mobile phone apps essentially is what we mean so those things are like audibles or buying or games that you buy on your phone like um, my kids like to play what's it called Roblox all of those things and music and the apps that we get on our from the app store on our on our phones that's what yeah. I mean by that so what are our rights then if we buy let's say let's say we buy a film to download and we download it but we don't want that film we've got the wrong film we've got the wrong Blade Runner we've got the newer version which isn't as good as the Harrison Ford version Wow, that's a dark day, isn't it? You've got the wrong Blade Runner. Okay, right. So then in that case, you have 14 days after you've bought the digital content to change your mind and get a full refund. But you lose your right to cancel once a download has started, provided the business told you that would happen. So if you go, I want Blade Runner, and as part of the T's and C's, terms and conditions, and the company said to you, once you start downloading, you lose your right to cancel. So they have to have said, you've got a right to cancel, but once you start to download, you lose your right to cancel. Once you start downloading that, you don't have any right to have a 14-day cancellation period anymore. Okay. So you've paid for it, you've got it, unlucky. Suck it up, watch the new Blade Runner. But what happens if Blade Runner was fuzzy? Or what if Harrison Ford didn't run quickly? Harrison Ford isn't in the new All one, right. I don't think. Okay. Who is in the new one? Anyway, regardless of don't who's in the don't new know. one. I watched it. <laughs> didn't download the wrong one, that's why. Right. But digital content, so similar to when you're buying when you're buying any goods, has to be a satisfactory quality fit for the purpose and as described. So again, the digital content mustn't be faulty. Must match any description okay. that's given and must be fit for the purpose you bought it for. So if you've downloaded Blade Runner as a film, you should be able to watch that film right the way to the end. 
it's important. It's important to remember. A, be careful where you're downloading from. You don't want to be get. You don't want to get dodgy things put on your on your devices. You definitely don't. Secondly, if you haven't started downloading something, you would be able to change your mind. So if your children do it by accident or use your credit card or anything like that during the holidays, you can change your mind and get your money back. Also, it's important to note if you download something and it damages like so corrupts your laptop or does something to your phone or does something else, you're entitled to damages for that and to have that put right as well. So those are the important things to think about when you're buying uh, digital content online. Perfect. Thank you. And there is a template letter that we've added to the consumerfriend.org.uk section that people can download and use to send a letter to the company or probably write an email to the company. So that is there available on the Consumer Friend website. Right, let's leave it there. So that closes the chapter on Series 1 of the Consumer Friend pod. just want to say a big thank you to all our listeners and to those who have helped us get this campaign off the ground. Big thank you to Trustmark and the Consumer Empowerment Alliance, our founding partners. Louise, would you like to add anything? Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you very much. And Merry Christmas to you, Lou. I'm sure I'll have a, a glass of wine with you at some point over the festive oh. period. So, again, thank you, everyone. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to. It really helps us to get our message out there. Happy Christmas, everyone, and wishing you all a very happy new year. Stay safe out there, people, and we'll see you all next year. Bye-bye. Bye bye.